Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. Another edition of the Fiscal Cliff Time Machine coming up on the broadcast today, everybody. Finding the melody in the markets and what happens when an entire industry dies. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Wake up to the day's top business headlines. Subscribe to the Marketplace Morning Report podcast. It's on iTunes and marketplace.org slash podcasts. From the Frank Stan Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdahl. This is the Marketplace podcast for December the 5th, 2012. It is a Wednesday and it is good to have you here. There was more tit-for-tatting over the fiscal cliff today. The president said something. The speaker said something else. The details aren't all that important because, really, we've heard it all before. I can say that because it's true. We featured the president yesterday on our game show, The Fiscal Cliff Time Machine. Today's installment, Speaker of the House John Boehner. We're going to play two pieces of tape. You remember how it goes. One is him last year talking about the debt limit fight. The other is this year talking about the fiscal cliff. And your job, if you recall, is to figure out which one is this year. So here we go. You ready? Is it choice number one? There is no agreement. There's no deal in private. Or choice number two. Right now, I would say we're nowhere. Period. We're nowhere. All right. Those cuts are pretty short. We're going to play them again. You ready? Here you go. First one. There is no agreement. There's no deal in private. And the second. Right now, I would say we're nowhere. Period. We're nowhere. So, which one is this year? You can tell us on Twitter. We're at Marketplace APM. The answer to yesterday's quiz, by the way, coming up at the end of the broadcast. you got to stick around. All right, moving on now to other news. The British are leaving. The British are leaving. It looks like Tesco, the British supermarket giant, is going to pack up and go home. Tesco's fresh and easy neighborhood markets have apparently become more like stale and complicated. Marketplace's Sarah Gardner has the story. Five years ago, when Tesco announced it would bring cheap, fresh food to urban neighborhoods in America, British retail analyst Robert Clark told us Tesco had figured out what was missing in our marketplace. You have your big superstores, your major um, grocery stores, and you have your smaller local stores, but there's actually not a lot in between. But Fresh and Easy's in-between never really caught on. Didn't help that they chose to open in California, Nevada, and Arizona, just as their housing markets went bust. But even the store's fans, like Malou Villagonzalo, couldn't quite define what Fresh and Easy was when we met her shopping at one this morning in L.A. This is like the closest, um, almost like grocery store type of, and they have like food that I could eat during lunchtime. International marketing consultant Allison Stewart-Allen blames everything from bad store lighting to self-service checkout for the store's failure. And then there's the fruit and veggies. They pre-packed the produce. And anyone that knows the American culture well will know that uh, Americans want to choose their own grapefruit and apples and fresh items rather than have those selections edited for them. When Tesco entered the American market in 2007, some analysts considered it Walmart's worst nightmare. Now, says Stuart Allen, Walmart is a potential buyer of Tesco's 199 American stores. I'm Sarah Gardner for Marketplace. From the coffee mecca that is Seattle today, this news, just when you thought they couldn't cram another Starbucks into your neighborhood... They're gonna. At least 1,500 new cafes in the U.S. over the next five years. And when there are already so many of them, deciding where to put the new ones is the art of the deal, as Marketplace's Nancy Marshall-Genzer explains. 
Starbucks made its expansion plans public at an investors' meeting today. Executives admitted the growth of new stores in the past was, quote, undisciplined. Many stores cannibalized each other. Some had to be closed. But a Starbucks spokesman told me this time they'll follow their customers, not just build new cafes willy-nilly. Food service chains are looking for traffic. Sarah Johnson is an economist at IHS. So they want to be on heavily traveled streets, places where people can conveniently stop. Starbucks is planning more drive throughs and grocery store kiosks. The idea is if you make it that convenient, you'll get impulse buys from people who normally wouldn't spring for an expensive cup of joe. Ken Perkins is president of Retail Metrics. He says it works. In fact, he gets sucked into a kiosk for Starbucks rival Dunkin' Donuts every time he goes grocery shopping. And there's always a line, so it's not just me. <laughs> Retailers are also invading college.